The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. All right, it is high time here on a Tuesday. The three amigo Negroes back together. At least two of us decided to come in studio and work together. I wanted to be a good teammate and get here for Danny today. Um, Barry Church decided oh. to, to hang on out at home and not tell nobody. When, when did you get the warning from Church? I didn't. He was. Oh. I didn't. As a matter of fact, I, I still. I'm thinking he's gonna oh. walk in now. Oh no! That, oh, I see you. Oh, Barry, you at home, oh, bro? Oh, oh, hey, there he is. Oh. Hey. <laughs> So that's so that's what we doing today. That, so that's how we gonna start the show. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying you is, I, I came in last week and y'all gave me a hard time talking about vacation and all that. And now everybody knows that I wasn't on vacation. I was trying to win some money. And what are you doing at home? See, see, see what happens, new. You know, people get on CBS. They start, you know, they, they get on these shows, man, and they come back a new person. They come back a new person, calling people out on show. It's all right because I had his back for all those months he was on assignment. It's okay, it's okay. Way, that is what we call, I, like I always say. I mean, that was you know, and I, I had come up with that creative term. Because we had a couple of folks who would ask, where's Danny? And you didn't tell me what was going on. And I just merely called it assignment because that's what we use the word we use in the TV business. So we now know those times Danny missed. He was on the TV show Survivor, which will premiere September 22nd, correct? On the 22nd. On, on the 22nd. That was my assignment. I went out there and did what I could do. It'll be exciting to watch. Okay. So, um, look, Barry, we can't, ask can't him any, we can't ask him any details about um, the show. So, so we won't. We have to respect that privacy of his agreement to work with CBS, but I will ask you this one simple thing, which you can't answer, because I have been a part of a reality <laughs> TV show during my time in L.A., okay? Oh, times have changed. Okay? No, 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 no. This one aspect okay. of reality TV show has not changed. Right, it's a serious question. Are you the crazy Negro on the show? <laughs> Because all those reality shows, all reality shows are gonna find one. They're gonna get there. We going. We got, hey, the producer like we got. We gotta find the crazy black guy. Who's that guy? Who's the crazy black? The edit. The editing process gotta the be ed- crazy. Hey, the editing look. process gotta I mean, be great. They, they got, remember how they got To? They got To on that. <laughs> hey, hold on, on MTV. He was the crazy. He was the crazy guy. The man I, quit. I to, like I said, hey, hey, they every hey. show they're gonna find the crazy black. To wasn't hard to find. I'm, but I'm just saying. Hey, I I know you ain't go are out you like that. that guy, are no. you that guy? I know let, you ain't go out like that. You can, you can answer that. Let me tell you something. I, have, I got no comment on that one. But th- see, <laughs> let, let me tell you the type of guy New is, okay? As soon as he finds out, he sees it on Twitter, right? He says, well, did you win? I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Good try, though. On the, Good on try. the next episode okay. of Survivor. <laughs> yeah. so, so I set it up. Nui, this is why you need to watch this show and how intense and exciting it was. I, I, I served you up a absolutely perfect ball to hit when I said, did you win? You're going to need to tune in. Mm. It's going to be exciting. It's going. You, that's the time you take it in like the rock. It's going to be the most electrifying survivor you've ever seen before. I can't tell you how excited I am to watch it. And Nui, you're going to have to be there. I can't tell you, but I am going to tell you this. You are going to look at me in a whole different way and say, damn, that Danny McCray. What a man, what a man. Hey, church. that was what you were supposed to do. Church, is he auditioning? Now I know. Is he auditioning? Now, now I know why I knew he now, now I knew why I knew he won that Emmy. All right? <laughs> he got me excited for it. I'm like, oh, man, is it coming on right now? Like, yeah, that's crazy. Because yeah, you got you, my heart you, racing and everything. You, you, at, you at home, so you can turn your TV right on. I mean, you might be supposed to say, <laughs> oh, here we go. You know what? What, hey, what you can you say. What? I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one, you man. <laughs> I mean, what you can say. Is I push my body to limits I never thought before. I learned so much about myself. I was so excited to do this. I want you to tune in and check me out. How you know that's not coming? I, I just said you said did you win and I told you that I laid out a perfect. No 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 no. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I'll just keep okay. tuning in, man. Okay. You know, you, so, you'll see some good stuff. So Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Make sure you are tuning in on September twenty second. Uh, Thirteen shows. 
I'm not sure how many. I'm okay. not sure that. But I, it's at least uh, it, it usually is somewhere a, around 13 to 15. Yeah, shows. season's going to be at least yeah. 12. Season's at least 12. So it's going to it's going to go a long way. Honestly, I'll tell you, this, I've never watched um, a full show. Of Survivor, so this will be my first time diving into it here. So it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be good, man. I guess yeah. I'm excited to see it. Um, so cuts are today across the league. Uh, Cam Newton has been cut by the New England Patriots. So Alabama mm. Matt Jones mm. has won that job. And initially, let's hit right now. You just check Twitter. People are like, ooh, Cam to the Cowboys. Cam to the Cowboys. I just have some, my boss over channel. But one of my managers of Channel Five say, hey, what about Cam to the Cowboys? And you and I talked about it. And then I forgot. And on the way down, I remember. Cam's not vaccinated. Mm. Well, there's a twofold problem there. Number one, we know that the Hall of Fame owner and general manager, Gerald Wayne Jones, believes in vaccinations. Absolutely. We also know what happens, and just in case in Minnesota, with if you know, if you're if somebody gets contract contract tracing and then you're involved, you have to sit out longer. It's a it's an issue. It's an issue. So, can you bring in Dak Prescott, uh, Dak Prescott's backup, who's not vaccinated, the quarterback position here? Is that something you want to do? And also, you know, it takes longer when you're trying to get guys on your team that are vaccinated as you go through the, all the different issues. So this this the thought process of Cam to the Cowboys, Cam backing up. Uh, um, Dak Prescott versus Cooper Rush, you can get excited about it, but there's another layer here that you got to dive into. So now, knowing that, Barry Church, you still want Cam? <laughs> I'm still here, baby. I'm still here. Do you, do you want? Do you want Cam? Do you want Cam? Since they cut your boy. Oh, Trump, do I want G? Cam? No, hell no. Like we're getting into this to the to the to the COVID discussion. One, he, he ain't going because of the vaccination. Like that's he's too close in that quarterback room to Dak Prescott. And if he gets a close contact or something like that during a regular season and now him and Dak Prescott both got to sit out for a game and we're stuck with Cooper Rush and we'll get into the double G Cooper Rush situation <laughs> later, but we're stuck with Cooper Rush. All hell is going to break loose. So that's the, that's the number one reason, like you said, the COVID he's not vaccinated, so he won't be here. Number two, I don't want my backup quarterback getting that much limelight. He like it's gonna be a circus coming into town with Cam Newton. We all know this. Like, if, and if Dak for some crazy reason, let's just say he struggles a little bit out the gate, a little rusty out the gate, you're gonna have those fans in the background chirping. Oh man, we should get Cam in there. We should get Cam in there. And I just don't necessarily need all that for this team. Dak Prescott's the unquestioned leader, and he needs to be such. He doesn't need that whole circus backing him up in, in, the, in what Cam Newton brings. Is he a solid player overall? Yes, Cam Newton is a solid player, but we don't need him on this Dallas Cowboys roster. Yeah. Um, let, let me tell you something. I, I think that famous quote is, the best ability is availability. All right? And and there's questions with Cam's availability if he if he comes on this team, specifically because of the uh, the vaccine uh, questions that, that we have around him. So I think that's a big issue. I will say that uh, any fan that watches Dak Prescott uh, struggle in the first couple games and calls for him to be benched for Cam Newton is drunk, and they should not be watching any football. They should go watch another sport because – that doesn't make any sense. So I don't think you'll see that issue if Cam is here from any real fans. Of course, that noise will come, but I don't think he'll be as big of a distraction as as uh, as as Church may think. But it's possible. But I don't I don't think Cam Newton will be here on the Dallas Cowboys roster anytime soon. Okay, so now let's let's. Let's continue this conversation. We're branching into the Cowboys. Our cuts are today. Uh, numerous reports out already that Ben DiNucci has been cut. That's from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Todd, uh, Todd Archer's put out that, that Garrett Gilbert, a.k.a. Double G, has been cut. Now, Double G, you, man. If you <laughs> listen to the Players' Lounge, uh, Danny McCray and I had Double G cut a long time ago. But you had Church uh, being a holdout, still holding on to this, this Pittsburgh game that he played. And uh, it didn't work. <laughs> Jerry Jones... Jerry Jones went on 105 through the fan, and he said Cooper Rush's consistency and familiarity with the offense led to the Cowboys keeping him over Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci. So your boy, Double G, gone like we said he was going to be. You okay, Church? No, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. Look, man, DiNucci, we all knew DiNucci should have been gone. Look, DiNucci, I don't even think he'll be back on the practice squad. I mean, I, you know, not to pile on the kid, but he, he just was awful out there. And so, so look, 
Double G to me, he, he's more experienced in the regular season. I know I keep harping back to this Steelers game, but we have we know nothing about Cooper Rush and when defensive DCs out there try to make these adjustments towards him and make him go through progressions and all that stuff. We know nothing. What can Cooper Rush do out there? Now, overall, I don't think Cooper Rush is going to be the backup. I mean, he might be there for the first maybe week or two, but I presume that we're going to go out there and try to find somebody to bring in to back up Dak Prescott because I honestly think, and I think you guys can agree with me on this, Cooper Rush is not the answer at backup quarterback. Neither of those, neither three of those guys, I'm willing to admit, you know, Double G let me down a little bit. You know, I thought they gave him opportunities in this preseason. He wasn't able to grab the reins and take over that backup job. They gave him plenty of opportunities and he just wasn't able to do it. Uh, but I don't think Cooper Rush is that big of a, you know, is that, has that big of an advantage to be the backup. I don't, I, I just don't believe in that. So I think the Cowboys are going to go get somebody, whether it be the first week, second week, third week, we'll find somebody and Cooper Rush won't be the backup throughout the regular season. But, I mean, overall, we, we need one bad because this, this backup situation is terrible. Take that L, Barry. Uh, yeah, that L. I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this, Barry, because, you know, I, I wanted to look you in your face as I said this, okay, because you, <laughs> you, you started off, okay, you talk about L's, okay, you started off with Mike McCarthy being the guy to write this ship, okay? You started off with that, okay? And then you, you backdoored that with Ben DiNucci is going to be the guy. You backdoored that with Ben DiNucci is going to be the guy, okay? And then you backdoored that with we're going to make the playoffs, possibly going to the Super Bowl. The Red Pistol is going to be the guy. Then you backdoored that by saying Double G. Oh, whoa. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Let me interrupt real quick. I never said Red Pistol. Red Pistol is the reason we ain't get to the playoffs. No, no. Red Pistol decided the last game of the season – for him to play his hold on, hold on, church, church. Did did you give him his nick? Did you take his nickname away and give him back his his real name? Mm-hmm. At some point in the season last year, you say I'm not calling him Red Pistol no more. He came in, he did his thing, he got his real name back. Okay, you did. I'm okay, I'm gonna tell you this, Pyrrhon Pyrrhon. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, Pyrrhon Pyrrhon. That, okay. That's that's what his nickname is. Okay, right. okay, okay. But wait, there's more. <laughs> then Church says. You know, double Mr. Receipts out here. Double Double G is going to win this quarterback battle. That was last week. He said Double G is going to win this quarterback battle, and he should have. And we no longer have Ben. He should have. We no longer have Ben DiNucci or Double G on the roster, which means we can quit talking about that. That is signed, sealed, delivered, done. It's over. No Double G. Cooper Cuss. Cooper uh, Cooper Rush has won the quarterback battle. Let me ask y'all this. Did Cooper Rush deserve to win that 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 backup battle? You got to ask Jerry that. What Jerry say? Jerry said he had a better no. he had a, a understanding of the offense. He was fine with. Now, now I, I'm going to go back to something you referenced already, and I talked about on the show too. You had all offseason where you set the table for Garrett Gilbert to be the backup. You spent the whole time, man. This is this is right here for you to win. We want to give you. We want to give this to you. You take it. That to me was a red flag right there. You guys have both played in this league. That was disappointing. Okay? You guys are you guys have both played in this league, and you guys have both been on teams where the coaching staff is trying to give someone a job. Here we go. Take, please take it. He didn't do it. That's a red flag for me. And Cooper Rush, what he did, okay, man, go ahead and give it to him. I don't have any issues. And you can talk about, hey, man, you know, uh Double G played in the game against Pittsburgh in which they <laughs> lost. Okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. Your boy your boy had his shots. He didn't are do you it, com- so. are you are you comfortable with Cooper? Are you comfortable with Cooper Rush? Barry, we've talked about For the this. Regular we, I've said this since training camp. Okay, I go back to West Central. The backup quarterback you need is not on this roster. I said that since camp. I'm not going to back off that today, but I do know this. All right, you're getting ready to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't see them being able to get anyone in here during this t- from now until September 9th that you're going to sit up here and say, hey, man, this guy's going to get this offense and he's going to be that guy. I don't see that right now. So Cooper Rush is going to be the guy. I'm looking at it this way. So are you com- I'm asking, are you, are you comfortable with that? No, but let's be honest, Church. How many of the 32 teams are comfortable with the backups they have? There's not many. There's, there's, I, I, not, I, I, there's, I, there's not many. I, mean, I don't know, but I, I, 
Ask Mike McCarthy how comfortable he was with Brett Hundley. I don't Green know Bay. about that. Because I remember when, when, when Aaron Rodgers went down, McCarthy was like, hey, we'll be okay with Brett Hundley. And you know what you saw Brett Hundley do? Nothing, didn't do anything. So, I mean, most most teams, man, when you take the starter down, especially when you got a highly paid starter, most teams are in a world of a hurt after that. Because if you've got a highly paid starter, you don't really have enough money to put that resources towards a backup quarterback unless you develop that guy. So, to me, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm going to keep Cooper Rush for now. And we've spoke about it before here. You're going to go out and look for someone. Now, Will Greer was cut by the Carolina Panthers today. Um, I'm not saying Will Greer's the answer, but I'll say this. I would pick up the phone, or if I'm Will McClay, I'm doing some research on a guy the Carolina Panthers got rid of who played at West Virginia to see, okay, could there be a fit? Could he be better than Cooper Rush? Could he be better than Cooper Rush in two, three weeks? Um, I do think they're going to have three quarterbacks. You're not just going to go with two. So at some point in time, you're going to have to get a third quarterback and put that third quarterback on the active roster because we know about the whole COVID issues thing. So you need three guys because of COVID right now. So you don't need it right now for the 53. You can massage it. But at some point in time, I do expect this club to go get a a third quarterback. You know, look, and I I agree. And if if that goes down by any stretch of the imagination, the the season is lost regardless. (laughs) So, look, I mean, we hoping (laughs) – I got to hope that Dak stays healthy, and I hope we don't see neither one of these backup quarterbacks. But we do got to grab another one because, I, you know – yeah, Cooper Rush ain't it. Would, but would, the would, Cowboys believe so. So, so we'll see. would you have been okay with them keeping Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert? No. Church? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not going to sit here and, and act like <laughs> Garrett Gilbert, you know, was that guy. Like, I tried to defend my guy for a little bit, but like Nui said, he didn't grab the reins. I can't sit here and pretend and, and try to front like he was, you know, he was the front runner. He didn't grab the reins. Cowboys gave him plenty of opportunities. So, so I'm disappointed in Gilbert on that regard, but I do feel like we need to upgrade that position, whether it be with a Greer or somebody else like that. We do need to upgrade the backup position. Yeah. Just, I mean, just to finish that one off, y'all keep saying that he, he, you know, he didn't grab the reins. It sounds like he lost the job. They gave it to him and he lost it. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't like, they didn't set it up there and say, Hey man, this is yours <laughs> to go take. They said, Hey man, you are the guy. You went out there and you want, you, you played well against Pittsburgh. So we saw what you could do in this, in the, in the regular season. And hopefully you can carry this on to show us that you could be the backup quarterback. And then he lost it lost to it. Cooper Rush. <laughs> he lost it. No matter, no yeah. matter how, how close the battle was, they looked at it and said, we believe that we have a better chance of winning with Cooper Rush at quarterback than we do with Gary Gilbert. And that says a lot <laughs> about what happened with Gary Gilbert this offseason. Yeah. yeah. Gary Gilbert should be mad at Gary Gilbert. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, he should go look in the mirror and he should be mad because they tried to give this to you. They, okay, it's yours. It's you. I mean, no different than Micah Parsons. All the work they gave him at training camp, they wanted him to be the guy. He went in and did the work and took the job. Sorry, Gary Gilbert didn't do it. This is yeah. the National Football League. You know, I think they really wanted to see Ben DiNucci take another step forward and develop. You know what? He didn't do it. He got cut. And at this point in time, I don't think that I would put Ben DiNucci on my practice squad. Why? <laughs> Why? No. We've, well, seen, no. we've seen no. everything. We no. could. <laughs> No, I, We've seen the developments. All right? we, yeah, it's a wrap. See, that's what the, where, where Will McClay goes in there with his coffee and he goes sit down with, with Mike McCarthy. Hey, man, I know you like him. I know you like him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's going to be a very – I know y'all got that, that Pittsburgh connection, but – but no, church. But you, no. you gonna have to watch this again tonight too, man. Because it's, it's gonna be on there. All right, it's gonna be. You are gonna see your boy uh, Garrett Gilbert. They, they gonna talk to him in the office, tell him why they released him. You are gonna be able to hear front and center. Okay, so you won't even have to hear from me and Nui read any quotes. They gonna, they gonna show it to you. All right, so so don't you worry. They, he gonna say. So he gonna say, "Hey, my guy, be church, man. A part of the friends now. He had my back, man. What, y'all y'all don't see what, what he sees in me." Hell no, we don't see what he see. Give me that iPad. Give me, your, later, give me your iPad. <laughs> so other other releases today. Uh, Tart Archer of the uh, of ESPN.com says Braylon Jones has been released. He says he believes he thinks that uh, Braylon could return to the practice squad because he's got uh, position flex at guard and center. Uh, a cut that I was not surprised at was uh, Darian Thompson. So veteran safety and Darian Thompson is gone, and he Todd, wow. Todd Archer says he thinks y'all, he can, y'all, y'all not surprised about that. 
Um, look at the numbers. Once Jerry said that's a core what, special, that's a core special teamer. Yeah, but I mean, he said Hooker was was for sure on the team. Thank you very much. Once once Jerry said Hooker was on the team, somebody had to go, and it wasn't going to be CJ Goodwin. Is Hook? He said, "Y'all think y'all think Hooker going to play teams?" He, uh, we know he gonna be on the team. I don't know, well, you know, how many special teams he gonna play, but we know, <laughs> we know, we, we, we know that the owner said that Malik Hooker was a lock. <laughs> he was, he was going to be on the roster. Malik, oh yeah, yeah. he gonna be running out on one or two of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, he'd probably be like the safety on uh, on kickoff or something. You know, he's he not gonna be doing nothing too crazy, especially coming off an injury. But they they, they gonna get the use out of him. Yeah, like I said, they gonna get one or two. I mean, they'll be on game active game day. He's gonna have to be on one or two right. of them. So he, so yeah. I mean, at this point in time, yeah. Um, but but Darren Thompson. So when you start mm. to look at the numbers, and I was listening to the break yesterday with Nick and uh, Dave and, and 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 Dog Team Derek, and look, it was real simple as they were kind of going down the list because they thought they had Thompson on there, and I was just listening to the show. It's like they and, and and they ended up in the end coming back and remembering that they forgot C.J. Goodwin because he, we hadn't seen much of him in the preseason. But there was there's going to be someone. You aren't going to cut Curse. You're not cutting KZ. Jerry told you Hooker was taking the team. Yeah. And you got Wilson, and I think so what, Kurt, what happened with Curse? Well, yeah, and Curse was a he was a core special teamer in Detroit. You know that's where he made his bones in Detroit. And I think what helped Curse get over the edge is that Houston game. I mean, if we saw that Houston game, his play at safety, I mean, he popped off the tape. And so I definitely got to give Curse that nod. But you know, I thought for sure they would, you know, at least make a role, some type of niche for for Darian Thompson. But I guess if you already got that guy in C.J. Goodwin who's designated as a special teamer and they paid him as such, you can't have two of those on the team. So I guess the guy is is, is the MVP, C.J. Goodwin. It also means they have some other guys that they think can can fill that special team spot as well, be it on at receiver or be it at another position out there on the on the field. They they see some guys who they think can fill that spot. But that was the four safeties. I mean, that right there. I mean, we, we were looking at it. We talked about it. So once Jerry said Hooker made the team, KZ is, is Quinn's guy. He was going to make the team. Wilson was there before. And then Curse is the guy they brought in. You're playing special. So right there, you look at those four, Thompson wasn't going to beat any of those guys out. So that's why I wasn't so let me surprised. Ask let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question there, dude. So since, since we're going super light at safety, only four safeties, that's got to mean we got to go super heavy at corner. Who, so who's your seven corners? Six you know, or seven corners. Okay, let's let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's go ahead. Perfect question, Church. Let's take a break. And when we come back here on the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com, let's give seven names, okay? We'll do that next right here, Players' Lounge, on DallasCowboys.com radio. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
All right, we are in the SWBC Mortgage Studios here at the Star of Newey Scruggs. That is Danny McRae. Danny McRae, former player with the Dallas Cowboys. And Barry Church is chilling at home, former safety with the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Um, hey. Y'all gonna put some respect on me. Listen, hey, we, listen, hey, listen. We love looking at the candles and the Bob Marley behind you, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how we know where you at. Right? Oh, here we somebody, go. Somebody has a tea time. Here we go. Bro. It's not. It's not. Uh, oh. it's not, not McCray. It's not me. But hey, it's all good. There is a watch party at the Miller Light let, Lighthouse. It's all good. Uh, join Cowboy fans for a free watch party at the Miller Lighthouse. At AT&T Stadium on Thursday, September 9th, as the Cowboys kick off the season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, enjoy $5 Miller Lights, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders' performances, and more. Doors are going to open up at 5.30, kick off at 7.20. For more information, visit attstadium.com. That is a Thursday night, so you can watch the game exclusively on NBC. I will be at the game in Florida, so um, looking forward to that here. All right, um, more cuts, according to our uh, local beat reporters here. Michael Gelka, the Dallas Morning News, says the Cowboys have waived running back Jaquan Hardy. And um, yeah. he's a guy who could be signed to the practice squad on Wednesday if he clears waivers. You saw him on the last episode of Hard Knocks with the whole uh, uh, contact lens mm-hmm. deal. By the way, Hard Knocks does uh, air tonight. Um, also, Gelkin reporting that uh, undrafted rookie running back Brendan Knox is gone. Um, so the ah. so the number three running back is not on the roster. So right now it looks like they're just going to go with two running backs. He also says that uh, cornerback Deontay Burton is uh, gone. Spent most of the last season on that Cowboy practice squad. Uh, he's got wide receiver Brandon yeah, he, Smith. He struggled. He says Brandon Smith, wide receiver, um, undrafted wide receiver from Iowa, is uh, been waived. They expect him to make the practice squad if he can clear waivers. Um, Braylon Jones, we talked about before, uh, rookie from Houston. He uh, he's been waived. Johnny Dixon, wide receiver, kick returner. Johnny Dixon is uh, been uh, been let go as well, according to Michael Gelkin of the Dallas Morning News. So cuts coming in here, and of course, if you didn't hear earlier, uh, Darian Thompson, safety gone. We spoke about that. Uh, ben DiNucci has been cut, and Garrett Gilbert has been cut. So Cooper Rush has made the Cowboys as the quarterback. Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan saying that he's, he feels that Cooper's um, familiarity with the offense has uh, helped him win the job. So that your backup for Dak Prescott going into the Tampa Bay game will be Cooper Rush. Cam Newton has lost the quarterback job in New England to Mac Jones, so Cam Newton has been cut. They didn't have a whole lot of money in him. And so for people who talked about, hey, all right, Cam to the Cowboys, it's a very popular trending item. Cam Newton is not vaccinated. Cam Newton had to miss, was it five days? With a misunderstanding. Patriots already for a misunderstanding. Jerry Jones is very adamant about being vaccinated. And when you talk about a backup quarterback not being vaccinated, that's going to be not just a question for the Cowboys. That's going to be a question for a whole lot of teams in the National Football League. Um, who, and he's a backup quarterback who's who's always going to be in close contact with the franchise, with the guy that's, that's got the whole franchise on his back, Dak Prescott. So we, we can't risk him getting in close contact, maybe even <laughs> five days or whatever. So what if it happens Thursday? Daddy, thank you. Daddy, thank you. Daddy, thank you. Daddy, thank you. You all right? <laughs> he was trying to hold it, too. He was trying to hold it. Oh, <laughs> you need to get that? <laughs> go ahead. Go you ahead, can see that. it on his face. He was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 It's okay. Yeah, that, that, that's the little one back there. <laughs> you, need go, you, need, you need to handle that real quick. Take, I, I can take another break. Nah, we nah, another break yeah, we, okay? nah. We, we I know. I ain't know if y'all heard it or not. We, oh, we heard, heard, heard it. We heard it twice. Heard that. We heard it twice. It's all good. Ain't, man. Ain't, ain't, yeah, it's that kind of day for you, Church. We gonna wear. We gonna, everybody wearing you out, man. So you should, should have come on in here today, man. You had it. It's what, you know, you know, you know. I can take it. I've been a punching bag, you know, before on this show. So you know, I can take it. But y'all days coming though. Y'all days coming. It's all good. Y'all days coming. Hey man, we still love you, man. We still, we still, we still love you. So it's all good. But that that, that vaccination question. Uh, okay, so when you talk about Cam's cut now, you want to go visit a team right now? Now you got issues with the whole pro- COVID protocol thing. So. 
I'm not going to get into a, a strong debate about whether you should or should not be vaccinated. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to do that, but I'll just simply say this. The National Football League has basically told all players, we're going to make life as hard as we can for you if you're not. And if you're a quarterback, this is an issue. If, you're, if you are Kirk Cousins making a whole lot of money, you can play this game of I'm not going to do it. Okay? If you're Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is, you can do this. You're a backup? You can't. You're a backup quarterback? You better jab it up. <laughs> jab it up. I mean, really, you don't. You don't. I mean, because oh, Terrell Pryor was talking about it. You see his tweets? A couple, mm-hmm. Okay. Terrell Pryor was talking about, yeah, man, you know, uh, um, not, yeah, I, teams are telling me that I don't get vaccinated. I may not be able to come in, and it's going to affect me. And Okay. Well, guess what? You got to do it. I don't know if you two are vaccinated. I will tell you I am. And you want to know why I got vaccinated? Went to, um, it was the Cowboys press conference in April. And Jerry Jones was talking, he was, he, you could tell how strong he was pushing his, his thoughts on vaccinations. And he was saying how nobody was going to be in his draft room that was not fully vaccinated. And I ended up going to um, lunch with a, a lawyer, a team lawyer for one of the major pro sports teams here. And I said, hey, look. Basically, you're letting the media know you're, we're not going to let you near our players if you're not vaccinated. And, and, the, and the lawyer's like, yep. Signed up, went and got my shots because it was really simple. Back then in April, these teams were sending the message to the media. If you're not vaccinated, you're not getting around our players. Okay, We're not taking a chance on you. You're not about – you media aren't about to screw us up. But why should they? Agreed. So, you know what? Psh, went ahead, got jabbed mm-hmm. up. Boom, boom. And – then we got the notice about Cowboy Camp. You want to go to Cowboy Camp? Better be fully vaccinated. You're not stepping in the building. And there was one media person I knew who was kind of looking at like, I don't know. I said, let me ask you this. You know what Cowboy Camp is. It was in late July, going into August. You want to stay here in town, Dallas-Fort Worth, burning up? <laughs> you want to get on the plane and go out <laughs> You know, <laughs> I said, and it going, was hot as hell. Right. I'm it like, still is hot as hell, darling. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm going to California. Let me get that shot. So, literally, I did it for my job. And now, I mean, and since I did it, this was April. So, since then, it's basically come out a whole lot of ways from a media standpoint. If you want to do these things and be around, you have to do it. It's a part of your job. And I got a friend who works for the major television stations in, in the state of Texas, and, and he won't do it. And I'm like, hey, man, I get it. And I told him, I was like, bottom line is I want to be able to do my job. I do not want to be the guy that can't do his job because he's not vaccinated. I look at a guy like Cam Newton right now. Let's come back to Cam. You're back at quarterback in this league. You're not vaccinated. I don't think you're, you're not good enough anymore to take that route. And that's really, if you think about it, how, uh, that's pretty much all backup players. Backup players, you better go get it. You're not good enough to so, sit around here and take a stand on it. So, some starters. There's <laughs> some starters in the position to where you don't, Cam learned that. Right. That he was a starter. And he didn't have he didn't have what he thought he had, and that ended up getting him released because he missed those days. Mac Jones came in, lit it on fire, and Belichick was like, hey, man, I, we got our guy. And you should have known this because we picked them 15th in the draft. It ain't like there was a third or fourth rounder that was behind you. This is a first-round pick who's pushing you for the competition of, for the starting quarterback. And you go out there and you have to miss five days because of this. Hey, it's your prerogative to do whatever you want to do. I got mine. I got mine for safety. I know people who have gotten it and it didn't end up well for them. I got a daughter who can get vaccinated. That's why I got mine outside of work. But – I can also now come to work and feel comfortable about being here. So mine is fine. They got the choice to do that, but they also have to know that there's consequences and repercussions for the people who don't have the vaccine because that's the rules of the NFL. And, you know, the, the biggest casualty that we've seen is Cam Newton. NBA came out this week, said all refs got to get jabbed up, got to get vaccinated. I mean, it's, it's, it's coming. I, mean, I ended up having to uh, submit my vaccination um questionnaire to, to my job. They wanted to know when, where, and what type you got. It's just a part of the job. And, I, and for me, I want to travel. 
I want to go to Tampa Bay. <laughs> I want to go to Los Angeles. You know, I, we know you want to go to L.A., don't we, don't we sir? Y'all go right. You, you want to go to L.A. Y'all go right. So, well, the Super Bowl is going to be in SoFi Stadium, so I want to be there. I will hit Randy's Donuts, and I will hit Roscoe's when I, you know, make up my annual L.A. trips. So go back to my to my old my old town. So I enjoy I enjoy that, but that's. Doing your job and also just living life, these are reasons why I've done it. But for football players right now, backup football players, I'm sorry. I don't know what kind of research you got left to do, but it's really clear the league is just making it really hard for you. And unless you are a solid starter and you're a starter that's making big money that they can't really do anything to you to, you got to do it. So, Church. Cam, this Cam Newton question about being vaccinated and trying to get on teams right yep. now, this is going to be an issue. Church, if okay, your, your last year in Jacksonville, they go out and they draft the first-round safety. You're still starting. The only thing that can hold you out is missing time, right? And, you're, and the only thing that can make you yep. miss time is not being vaccinated. What is your decision? Oh, I'm getting stabbed up. <laughs> Look, I mean, that, that, that's that's – that's bread on the line. That's money on the line right there. That's millions of dollars on the line right there. Look, and everybody's not can't be, you know, Cole Beasley out here. Cole Beasley's one of the top two options for, you know, an MVP candidate and Josh Allen out there. So everybody can't risk that decision to be like, oh, I don't want to get, you know, get vaccinated. If if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. A lot of people can't do that. Now, if you're talking about me, I'm for sure getting jabbed up. Look, I'm doing everything I can to keep that job. And now maybe Cam Newton, he got enough ducats saved up to where he's like, look, I don't need NFL. I just like to do this as I just like to do it just because, it's, you know, it's there and I'm good at it. Uh, so maybe he made that decision. But if it's me, I'm, I'm going for it. I see this young kid coming up and I can't miss any time where my job is getting taken. I got to get stabbed up. So uh, was that. And I say this. I remember <laughs> when, when Cole Beasley first started this and then he went on a press conference, he was talking about how he had guys who were reaching out to him because he was like the spokesperson for it or whatever. And I would always give these guys this warning. Hey, man, like you said, church, everybody is not in the position of a Cole Beasley. And I can guarantee you some of those guys who were reaching out to him were low on the roster right. and would lose their jobs if they followed suit behind uh, Cole Beasley. And some of them probably will trying to trying to play that role. And they just got to be ready to do that. But be careful who you follow behind because you are not Cole Beasley, Cam Newton. And, you know, you're not the first rounder, man. And that dude went out there and he maximized I mean, his opportunity I mean, like Garrett Gilbert didn't. I mean, we've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times, you know, not with the COVID. But remember, all right, look, Orlando Skandrick, he was a, a nickel corner for us, you know, for a long time with the Cowboys. Young guys would come in and try to act like Skandrick, like, you know, how Skandrick was. He was kind of put off. He was kind of talk crazy to the coaches every now and then. The young guys would try to come in and follow that. And Joe D, I can remember the Joe D telling <laughs> these people. Don't let or don't let Orlando drag you to the deep end. He can swim out there. Y'all can't swim out there. We've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times, and it always fails. So I mean, you you got to understand where you are in the pecking to and the and the totem pole when it comes to these teams. And also add another layer into this. How does your team feel about vaccinations? You know the stance that Jerry Jones has. I go and look at Washington right now. All right, their head coach has had cancer. And you you heard Ron Rivera early in camp talk about his frustration for guys who were not because he's exposed to them. Now, do you think you can be a backup player on the Washington football team, unvaccinated, and the head coaches and told you how he feels and he's been a can and he's he's battled and beaten cancer? Think he wants to be around some backup player who's not? You know, use common sense. Then you look at Mike Zimmer and what happened once yeah. Kellen Mond ended up getting COVID and then Kirk Cousins and he had no quarterbacks for a minute here. And you saw his frustration at, at the podium. This is one where, and I don't, and you guys tell me this because I don't know how, how agents work in the NFL, but if I'm an agent and I got a backup player, I'm on the phone. Hey, man, look, you need to do this. You need to do this because you don't give them a reason to take your job. And Danny, some guys need to make these teams and play that first week so you can get yourself vested, baby, so you can get the pension. Okay? These, these jobs, some of these are many guys, man. You you may only get three, four years in here. You just you, you trying to get that pension. Man, shh, 
hit me. I need the picture. And that's where somebody, that's where somebody's wife or mama need to get up here. Son, husband, dad, go get this so we can get this picture. There's just too much on the line that backup players can sit around here and talk about they go stand on some something. Hey man, that's hey, that's 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 their choice. And then it's, it's the NFL's choice and the team's choice to 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 do with that as they see fit. And yeah. And we're seeing that around the league with coaches and players. So we'll see how it shakes out uh, this season. But Cam Newton won't be the only guy. This is correct. This is correct. Uh, Hard Knocks tonight. Are you interested in watching? Absolutely. I think uh, one week we get to see, you know, this final game. We get to see some of those young guys get out there and play. We get to see kind of behind the scenes of how they are able to prepare and get ready for a game to where they will actually be the starters. Uh, and then we also get to see kind of the sad part of it of this is the league, this is a business, and you're going to see some of these guys get cut. You're going to see some some of the end of these uh, guys' football careers. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a little a little sad, but I, I think that really shows what the NFL is and how hard it is to remain in this league and, and play at a uh, high level. Yeah, I'm going to definitely tune in just because I want to see, see who's the new Bruce Mays. Like, who's the new guy that's going on tapping guys on the shoulder like, hey, it's time to go. Let me get that laptop or let me get that iPad off of you. I want to know who's that new guy in there. But it's definitely going to be intriguing. This is the, the part of the business that sucks the most because you, you kind of get a connection with these guys, whether it be, you know, the rookies coming in, undrafted, whoever it may be. You, gotta, you get a connection with these guys. You never want to see their dreams kind of take a hit. Uh, from being cut but you know hopefully you know there's other opportunities for those guys out there but uh, i'm definitely going to be interested in seeing uh what happens here tonight on hard knocks all right we will uh tune in and check it out let's hit another break here i went to saints practice yesterday at AT at&t stadium let's dive into their situation as they are uh, away from louisiana because of the hurricane and um also, Jerry has his thoughts about the top linebackers for the Cowboys. Jerry, oh, yeah. Jerry rolled out his uh, – rolled out Uh-oh. rolled out the top three. So let's dive into that right here on the Players' Launch brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. To the Players' Lounge. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest presented by Captain Morgan is back. And they're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for the chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year. So yesterday at Jerry World, the New Orleans Saints were practicing. And they're going to practice again there today and tomorrow. And then they'll assess uh, what has to happen there here because of the hurricane that's hit the Gulf Coast. The uh, local media has been invited to come out again today. So from 155 to 220, you can observe practice. So we go out there. <laughs> 25 minutes. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, first off, that 25 was a lie. It was about 10 minutes that we got to film. 
We got the film about ten. So we what got, y'all got to see warm ups. <laughs> so we right. So we saw a, a, a couple dudes just jogging around. Then they stretched, and then as they went into individual drills, I cut us off. All right, cut the cameras. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm just watching Chris Richard throw some passes to his DBs. You know, is it Jeff Heath over like this? This is not proprietary information. Okay, it's it's a stretch. I mean, and then there was a limit. Like you guys can stand at the twenty and to the end zone. That's as far as you can go. Well, they got Jameis Winston, the quarterback's way down the field, so we can't even really get anything good on Jameis and Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. And so it's just they cut that thing off, man. And then you know, so. So we, I think I think my photographer got four minutes of film, but it, and then so my TV station wanted me in the, in the four o'clock. They're like, hey, we need you in the four, high in the four o'clock show. So I I was happy I had the force. I said, hey man, let me let me get get a quick stand up. You know, give me a little quick intro outro here while, while I got the Saints behind me to show like I was actually here. Right. And I'm glad I did because when we got done, I was like, yeah, go ahead, cut that out. I'm like, what you mean we don't, what, you said you said two twenty? No, that's what time you're leaving. Wow. You're leaving at 220. The camera's, ah. off. the camera's off at 210. Wish you to put that in the notes. So, so I'm out here. Ed Werder's out here. Uh, Jory Epstein from USA Today's out here. The Saints beat writers are out here. They got to eat, you know. So I'm just sitting there. Man. This was a waste. This was a waste of time. So I, you know, told told my folks at the office, like, yeah, we got some stuff. I said, I ain't coming back. I will not be here today and tomorrow. Um, thanks, Sean Payton. So, which made me think, man, we got it good here covering minutes, the Cowboys. Man. We got it. Fifteen minutes. Well, one fifteen. It wasn't even fifteen. I get more TCU, man. At least they let us shoot. Okay, you're not. And I, I understand the coach's paranoia because they're all coaches' paranoia. I mean, Lord knows they're dealing with one here with the Cowboys now, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> but you are not about to get any significant give advantage by watching individual drills and filming them for TV. Okay, you're not. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not about to know anything from what Chris Richard was just throwing passes to his DBs right there in individual drill. That's not going to help Aaron Rodgers on on September 12th. It's just not, okay? It's, it's just not at all. So, uh, anyway, uh, I just kind of laughed at how the Saints ran theirs, which is very different. We're very lucky here with the Cowboys how uh, we're allowed to. Rich Dalrymple lets us do our thing. Here's one takeaway that I had, and I really did feel – for some Saints players, and, you know, like everyone else, they got to cut down the roster. Um, those guys who are going to get cut from the Saints, they can't go back to Louisiana. And yeah. apparently, uh, according to Jory Epstein, that the Saints began roster cuts last night. Um, you know, while they're still you know dealing with being in Dallas, and um, Peyton said, "Quote: I don't think anyone's returning to New Orleans in short term." So. There you go. Yeah, what you hope is that a lot of those guys that are getting released don't they don't have permanent residence in uh, New Orleans. You hope that uh, you know the Saints can get them a flight back to where their original uh, where original home is, so they don't have to deal with that. But I do feel bad for the guys who actually have permanent residence in New Orleans and they can't get back home. All right, hey, we just got some breaking news here on Twitter from Jeff Duncan, who covers the Saints. He says Sean Payton said the Saints are planning to be away from New Orleans for the first quarter of the NFL season and will adjust accordingly. Oh, it must be really bad down there. Wow. Well, and, and, Look, I know they have no power. Wow. And, and here, and I, I go back into this because we were talking last night in my office about I see, about you know them because Sean was talking about hey we don't know if the first game because it's supposed to be at home against the Packers. And I was like it ain't happening um, September twelfth. I said because you got mm. and you guys know this being former players, Danny Barry. What happens on a game day is you need your local police departments out there. Uh, so with the city being in the situation it is, they can't sit around. The police can't afford to put no officers in no football game. I mean, they got to, they have to utilize the that, and then you've no. got first responders who come out here for these games, and then you got a workforce of people who come out here from the people who are working the concessions, for the people who are working the park. How are these folks getting? You know, and are they letting? Uh, are they using the Superdome as as a as a place for people to hold up until yeah. until they're able to get back into their own and, place? And that was the next thing. Exactly. Just like, you, you don't you don't exactly know exactly. You just just how are they using the Superdome? As you said, for for civic purposes. So that's what, as I told I told my guys like man, there's no way they're playing that game at home against uh, the Packers right now. It's so just, what? 
You play it here. So the first, you know, quarter of the season, you play you play in Dallas when we're not playing? Well, I mean, this is what just kind of looking at their schedule. Um, the Cowboys don't have a, uh, a Sunday game that they're playing at Jerry World in September at all. So, you know, the first game is at Tampa. Uh, the second game is 10 days later, the 19th in Los Angeles. And then that Philly game is a Monday night game. So looking at right now for the Saints and, and Sean Pace out of the first quarter of the season, the only game that really would be affected for them, uh, well, the first game obviously would be Green Bay, which I would anticipate you play here because the stadium will be open. The Cowboys mm-hmm. don't play because the Cowboys play Thursday night. So that Sunday night, uh, Jerry World's open. Then they go to Carolina. Then they go to New England. And then the next game for the Saints would be October 3rd. That would be the, the Saints' next home contest. and they, they could possibly get back by that time. And by the way, it's very interesting. Uh, December 2nd, Cowboys and the Saints play each other. Uh, that's supposed to be a Thursday night game. And hopefully for the Saints, they're able to uh, – Get 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 home by by December. But once again, we're we're not sure. So the Cowboys have a home game um, October third against Carolina, and the Saints have a home game as well against the Giants. So there's a conflict there. But to me, the conflict is uh, really solvable from the standpoint that you just played on a Monday night. You just have the Saints go play a Monday night. And them dudes gonna be. They they left there not sure when they were gonna be going back, and then to find out they'll be gone for the first quarter of the season. That is that, that that's tough to deal with. You know these guys have families. Uh, you know they have stuff at home. Kids have school. You know so it's, it's a lot of stuff for those guys to figure out outside of football, which is which, which is tough, man. Yeah, it's. And then you got to, like you say, you got all that going on. And then you're supposed to, you know, break down film and be able to be prepared for an opponent coming up for this regular season. Like you said, D-Matt, that's a tough situation right there. So, you know, it's, man, that's a tough one right there. This is probably the best place for the Saints in terms of if you had to go relocate. Yeah. Coming up here, you've got a fan base of people. So yeah. the Saints play, if the Saints play Jerry World against the Packers, I mean, you're going to have a good crowd and you're going to get some support up here. And it's not too far away. And then you've got a whole bunch of folks who've already relocated from a past couple of, uh, uh, a couple, you know, tough weather circumstances uh, down there in, in Louisiana. I was talking to Shannon Gross, who who does the Hanging with the Boys podcast, and he he's telling me that one of his family members said they had enough that they're they're just going to move out of Louisiana because these things used to happen. These major hurricanes used to happen, you know, every ten years. You know, now because and I'm I'm one of those who believes in climate change. Okay, I believe in climate change. They're just happening three every three, four, five years now. How much rebuilding can you put folks through? You know, how many times do you just say, you know, I'm good? Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have ever had to deal with with uh, you know a flood or just having to, do, you know, oh, I'm from Houston. Okay. <laughs> so yes, you have um, the TV cameras go away, but you know, all right, it, you just don't get your, you just don't get the flooding and get a whole new floor in two three weeks. It takes a long time. No. And now. You start to think about how COVID slowed things up, and then you had that that blockage over the Suez Canal. It's hard getting materials in. So not only is it hard to get materials in, they cost a lot more. And oh, by the way, it's hard to find people working right now. A lot of folks are not working, and so that makes it even tougher. And and the prices that people are charging for crews, because my wife deals in this kind of stuff all the time, and trying to do home remodels, and, and they have an issue trying to find find subs to work. And, when you think and, about the after Harvey, it took forever in, in the same situation. Yeah, and even just after the freeze, <laughs> it's people still getting their stuff fixed from the freeze that happened in Texas. So I can yeah. I, I can understand how how tough yeah. that is. And I I you know knock on wood. I've been lucky enough and blessed enough to not have to go through that. But I also just say this whole thing, insurance. You know, people just, hey, we got insurance. That doesn't mean you're going to get the whole check you <laughs> right. think you're supposed to get. I mean, that's another issue as well. Yeah. So so for folks down there in that Gulf Coast, they're, they're, I'm imagining there are a lot of folks, especially as they get older, decide, you know what? Let me just roll on and move to someplace like Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, or, or move to Oklahoma, or just move somewhere, move somewhere else where I don't have to keep dealing with these uh, with these hurricanes because it can take it can take a toll on you, man. And I, my heart goes out to those folks. It goes out to Sean Payton and that organization and those fam, those kids, man. Just you brought up a great point here. What are you doing for the kids? 
who are now going to be displaced from school. Where do you put them at here? I mean, what kind of adjustment is that going to make? Hey, how long are we going to be? Well, first quarter of the year. Where were they at with their curriculums? Uh, where are they going to be now? And in New Orleans, a lot of those guys send their kids to private schools. So how does that work with the tuition? <laughs> they go keep that tuition? Are they doing virtual? Yeah. I mean, how do, you, how do you get all of that stuff taken care of? And then, oh, by the way, if you're going to be here this long, where do you live? Is the team going to put you up in a hotel? Or do you find an apartment? How do you how do? You do the, I mean, this is, by the way, I, I, I did not pick that. I had to do a lot my, of variables. Yeah, I had to do my um, predictions for uh, the Dallas Morning News. I did. I, I got to go back. I don't think I made. I, I don't think I had the Saints making the playoffs. Pretty sure I did. I think I had New England making the playoffs. I'm about to change that. <laughs> I think New England. I think New England's gonna be okay, man. Mike Jones looked okay. I think they'll be I, all right. I, I, you know, I like their defense, but I don't. I don't know if I can nah. sit up here and, and go with the. I want to go with the Patriots, but Mac Jones being a starter rookie, I don't know, 17 games? We've seen some rookies come out and play very, very well. If Justin Herbert was on the Patriots, we would they would have made the playoffs. All right? Last year when you watched him play, Church picked him up in fantasy and was like, oh, man, I got lucky as hell. Because it was like, this dude come out here, That's he got Keenan Allen, they, they got the Chargers looking like they somebody, and they just couldn't they couldn't figure it out. But if you have Mac Jones playing a season like Justin Herbert played last year and he's playing with the Patriots this year, they'll, they'll be fine. You know why we should all care about this, by I will the way? say – What's that? Mac Jones and the Cowboys go against each other uh, October 17th up there at Gillette Stadium. So it matters. We top 10. I'm not worried about this. This, this matters, really. Church know it. Church know Man, it. Uh, usually, usually, oh, well, I don't know about no top 10. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But usually, rookie quarterbacks that have good success, they have a little bit of mobility to them. And I, I don't know if Mac Jones can go out there and get himself out of trouble. So I'm, I don't know if I'm sold on the Patriots making the playoffs. I think they'll win around seven, eight games, but I don't see them making the playoffs at all. What we know about New England's offense is you do not need mobility. To, to, to be able to be productive because Tom Brady sat there and did that with no mobility for a long time. There's going to be a lot of short routes, a lot of crossing routes. It's going to be running the ball. It's going to be playing good defense. I think that suits Mac Jones really, really well. All right. Uh, I want to add this from James. Mac Jones is Tom Brady? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. That's, that's he, not he, what I said. He can be Mac Castle. <laughs> I, said he, I said he doesn't have to be mobile. He was. <laughs> Bill Belichick won 11 games with Mac Castle. <laughs> So just, and Matt Castle came here and stuck up true. the joint that, as a backup quarterback. Remember that church? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> oh, he was trash. No, I ain't gonna go keep going. I ain't gonna get on him like that. He, he was not the he was not the best no, backup no. quarterback. <laughs> All right, this is from Jane Slater here of uh, NFL.com. She tweets out. Uh, Saints head coach Sean Payton says owner Gail Benson is picking up the tab for hotels, meals for fam for the families. Uh, he says it's been a unique environment given the circumstances that he's in, uh, enjoyed getting to see all the players, kids, and their families that they would not otherwise get to know as well. So uh, Sean Payton has been put in another uh, interesting situation as a head coach, and it's good to see Gail Benson is going to do her part to help take care of the families, and it'll be interesting. You know, if you were the Saints right now, no. Knowing that you're going to be here for uh, for a quarter of the season, you know, I don't know where they're staying at right now, but you know, where are you keeping them at? I mean, do you go to some place like Grapevine, and then also, where are you practicing? Yeah, you know, they, they got some stuff to figure out. Yeah, where yeah. where where are you practicing right now? And then the logistics of trying to get that done here. Well, but, you you won't be in there <laughs> for your 15 minutes. 10, 10. <laughs> yeah, 10, 10. we know we know where New ain't gonna be at. Yeah, I, I'm I'm done with that. And oh, by the way, once again, the Saints and the Cowboys face each other December second. So some interesting situations when you start to think about what's been going on around the league and how they affect the Cowboys. If you hadn't been paying attention in Denver, Teddy Bridgewater wins the quarterback job. Uh, the Cowboys and the Broncos face each other this season, and that game is going to be. Um, November 7th and that game is uh, going to be at AT&T Stadium so there's, there's a lot of kind of moving parts there. and you go back into the whole thing, we talked about COVID and the whole Minnesota uh, quarterback issues here Cowboys are facing Minnesota here this year um, there's a lot going on here man across the National Football League that you got to pay attention to and how it affects the Cowboys Gardner Minshew ends up going to Philadelphia in a trade from Jacksonville for a late 6th round conditional pick here and Philadelphia and the Cowboys get it on Monday night. That's the third game of the year here at AT&T Stadium. Jalen Hurts is the guy in Philadelphia. 
As you say, Jalen, I'm just waiting for you to tell me what Jerry said about these linebackers. I, I, oh. I'm, I'm just sitting. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. No, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> as you say, as you say, Jalen, I'm, I'm just waiting to hear this. I got, I got to oh, know. Okay. Uh, yeah, he said top three linebackers are Neil Parsons and LVE. Those those linebackers, top, those top linebackers for team. Right now. I mean, I think we all knew that. Ooh. I think we knew that. So there you go. Church, Ooh, so, hold on, Church, so are you that, surprised? So, 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 what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I'm not surprised. I mean, we all saw the tape out there. We saw what you know what Parsons was able to do. We seen what Neil was able to do at his linebacker spot, and I don't think LVE took that big of a drop. But when we look at Jalen. I mean, we we didn't we just don't see what we need. He doesn't pop off the tape. He doesn't make any big splash plays. And and too many times have we seen guys kind of just running around him, just getting outside of him, running around him. Now, will he be a great depth piece for these seventeen game season? Of course. But is my boy going to play some special teams or something? I mean, he, you can't just you know just take a roster spot chilling. We need we need some, we need some. We got already Malik Hooker. Who's just gonna play what one special teams? I mean, he's, we need some of these guys to get on the team. Let me tell you something. We just uh, we had Darian Thompson. You know, he's 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 lost some special teams reps. Okay, so I, my man Jalen might be getting those. <laughs> Look, uh, we know J- Jalen's Jalen's gonna be playing special teams for sure. I go back to what I said right here on the players' lounge about Jalen. There's 17 football games. He's going to be on this team, and they've got 11 a stretch of 11 games in a row. You're going to need Jalen Smith. You're going to need him on your football team. Uh, Keon O'Neal, Lake Vanderesh, these guys have shown you that they, they don't write them, don't write 16 games down next to their name. They're going to be issues. So Jalen is going to help your football team. Can he but how time? bad does that but how bad does that look? How bad does that look when your fourth linebacker is making what, eight mil? Okay. It doesn't. Okay, now look. Can I defend Jalen? Can I defend Jalen? No, we're not. This? We're not going against Jalen. We're just saying I, that that's. We're I, not going against. I'm that's, just that's, saying that's, that's, that's what it is. And, and I'll defend the team. Okay, so when you had to make this decision in March, you have Jalen, you got Vanderesh, and Joe Thomas is gone. So you got to decide: Are we going to go with Jalen or and, and pay this man? Or are we going to go into the unknown? You didn't know exactly where you were going. And while everybody is sitting up here right now giving Parsons a thumbs up and they like him, I'm sorry, on draft day, there was a whole lot of folks on my Twitter timeline that were not happy when they saw Patrick Sertan wasn't the pick, that uh, J.C. Horn wasn't the pick, or in the case of this one sitting over here, that the old boy Slater, the tackle from Northwestern, wasn't here. So there was not a whole big receiving line of love for Micah Parsons. Yeah, but it wasn't because they thought Micah Par- – well, not because I didn't think Micah Parsons was a good player. I thought – that we needed a tackle. And if you look at our roster now, we talked about this. I'm glad. You know, we got a couple minutes. Remember we talked about those stingers, Church, and how they're going to be going and bothering you all season? It ain't been one week my man was out again with a what? Another stinger. I mean, what are we what are we talking about here? So I'm yeah. not mad. I don't because I don't because I think Michael Parsons is a bad player. But when you talk about what we need and what is the most obvious thing, right. yes, is it's, when so, we miss a tackle, you, you you may as well count that as a loss too, Church. Okay, but but just but just that whole premise of going back, <laughs> going back into Jalen, going back into Jalen at the time, you had two linebackers on the football team that that were were proven for you. So it was either pay this guy or go into the unknown. They decided not to go in the unknown. They signed Neil. People forget, Neil's, Neil's, this is going to be his first game at linebacker for the Cowboys in terms of regular season. He was a safety. But you get Dan Quinn, he's here, and he's shown us so far that, okay, this is a guy who's healthy and can help you. So now here's Neil going going above Jalen. Parsons, he's showing you he can adapt, that he is the real deal. So now he goes above Jalen. To me, and then I see, you see Jabril Cox, young guy, and you're thinking, you know, two years that you can catch this guy up. And he'll, to me, this is this has been a good job of the team, and I'm not mad at Jalen like some fans are. Oh, you overpaid bum. I'm sorry, he was always limited. Is okay. there? He was. Is there like a non-trade limited. clause or something? Okay, who? Is there like a non-trade Barry, clause or something in this contract? Stop this, <laughs> Barry. Who's? So trade? Would you? Would you rather? Ha- would you rather be? Dude. Would you rather be four deep at linebacker or at least one deep at the tackle position? 
dude, who's trading you for? Who we got our backup tackles? Steel and who is trading that's you what I'm for Jalen's contract? It's, nobody, it's, nobody. And nobody. that's what I'm saying. It looks bad right now. They, that's why we're I, saying it looks bad right now. Like okay, but we we four deep. Our fourth tell, linebacker making eight mil. Tell and me, we got we got two backup tackles. That who who knows what's going to happen with them? You tell, know, church bad because they they wouldn't pay him six, and he got to be a starter. Yeah, now they paying a backup eight. Tell tell me a football team out there that doesn't have a guy that they're sitting around here saying, you know, we ain't exactly happy with this contract. Um, The Patriots are about to pay uh, Stephon Gilmore a lot of money, and he's now going to be on the physically underperformed. Physically unable to perform. That's this. not the same. See, and, now he's going to call Stephon Gilmore Jalen Smith. He's, See, <laughs> he's missing six weeks. No. He no. Misses, well, well, this was a No. Because last year you was beating on the table for him to be the best corner. He's going to be the best guy, blah, 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 all that stuff. I, now you're the, the, okay. I, I'm a fan, but this is also a guy they were trying to trade. They've been trying to get rid of Gilmore. And the issue with Gilmore is this guy wants a new contract making $100 million bucks. Or at least 17, 18 a year, and nobody else, nobody out there is signing up for this. And so they've had their issues, and now here's Gilmore about to miss six games, which means he'll miss the Cowboy game. Um, there you go. So, so I mean, every and my point being, every team that can you can go down. Hey, whoa, that guy's making what? Every team's got that. I mean, I don't know if you know or not. The Chicago Bears got a quarterback making some good, significant money, and he's not going to do anything for them at all. Every team is going to have a guy. Church, you see what Newey doing to you, bro? But he what try, you he see, trying to turn it. We talking about Jalen. And we talking about a guy who plays 16 games. We talking about Jalen. So <laughs> and let me get back to the, the two. We talking about quarterbacks hey, and cornerbacks. Closing argument. <laughs> P-U-P. <laughs> we talking about what? We talking about my, linebackers. My closing, and we ain't talking about backups. We talking about fourth on the deck. Yeah, we talking about people who got beat out. <laughs> ain't none of them dudes get beat out of their spot. <laughs> Nick Foles? Ain't get beat out of spot? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. We okay. talking about Stephon. Jaylen, Gilmore. Don't we, now you going to try to throw Nick Foles in there. Jalen no. Smith, <laughs> Smith played 16 games for the team last year, led, led, led the club in tackles. They've upgraded. They've upgraded. They had to They had to decide by March to pay the guy. I didn't have an issue with them paying him then because at that time you had to make a choice. You didn't have a better option. But we, now you got better options, but nobody's trading you. Eight, then we're going to trade eight oh yeah, I for that contract. I don't think they're going to trade it. I'm, like, I'm not mad at Jalen. He got beat out. That's it. Hey, it happens. Uh, this will be his last season on the, on, the, on the roster. So there you go, man. There you go, man. I'm just, I can't listen, Church. Jaylen, I can't. I can't wait to have you back up in the. Uh, Jalen hate you guys throwing out here. Back man. in person, bro. I can't wait to have you back yeah. in person. Treat, I'm telling you, man. You I'll be, hey, I'll be back there. Stop good. treating Jalen like he's T Pain. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I like Jalen. So who, who is he then? If he, I like Jalen. He's he a good guy. Right, we got to figure out who is Jalen. It's been one. <laughs> that, that's the next, that's the next show. Man. I'm not going to He's going to be a contributing player on this team. Yes, we're overtime now. Church, uh, go ahead, play Daddy Daycare. We'll get your tea time. We'll hit you and see you on How Thursday. is he going to contribute being fourth on the deck? We, 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 all, he ain't playing no special teams. On the, he, he ain't is, he is he playing, gonna be a coach on the sideline. He is playing special teams on the next uh yeah, CB about, about to get y'all. Come exactly. on, man. Exactly. <laughs> Chris Bean, William Boykins, we appreciate us. Danny McCray, Barry Church, I'm Newey Scrubs. Players Lines. We'll talk to you Thursday right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?